is how do we deal with Evan the flip flopping um, from Alex to Hogarth? Because we know I flipped one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alex! No, nope. it's our turn. It is our turn. Because the problem yeah. is like he loves him. That's his guy. He's been on him from the jump. But he did have a moment of weakness in November. For a minute. For a where minute. that minute counts. Alex, Alex, shut your mouth. It's our Call turn. Them. It Call is them. my turn. Cheers to episode 105. Cheers. Cheers. I took a page out of Alex's playbook. I'm drinking coffee. Is that plain water? Water in an O'Toole's mug. Oh, wow. (laughs) Tonight is Tuesday, January 10th. It is 7... 14 p.m. Welcome into the number one sports podcast in Michigan. We have live action between Michigan State and Wisconsin, which we're all rooting for Michigan State because Wisconsin basketball is the scum of the planet. And the Lions finished with a record above 500. We did it. We have a winner in Detroit. Loosely winning record. And two... Two winners of predicting records. Yeah, I'm gonna give a three and zero sweep. Evan was bu- more bullish than us by one game, but our predictions to be Evan all might have just given game, them another win because we said nine and eight, and he wanted to be different. I'm gonna and, go with that. And they should have had another win, you know, a few probably. So, yeah. So, with that being said, to preview tonight's show. We'll have our weekly check-ins, as always, one week removed from Alex's aquarium aqua New Year's Eve party. Let's see if he's got anything else cooked up for tonight. We have Lions football. Michigan State versus Michigan played basketball against each other, which completely slipped my mind that he could have do that last show. I thought about that last week. I was like, we didn't even we didn't nope. even discuss it. But we are a recap <laughs> podcast, as we've, as we've discussed, and we had a lot to recap last week. Um and then we have a continued circus around Michigan football and Jim Harbaugh. It will not end. It will never end. Alex gets his wish. We continue to talk about it. And miscellaneous, we did have some massive things happen in sports outside of Detroit. We had a college title game. We had NFL playoffs are set. And the Tigers did trade. Uh, I believe he was an all-star. Wasn't, wasn't Gregory Soto in the Two-time all-star. all-star Two-time. Two-time. Two-time all-star. Cheeto hair. <laughs> Traded. Alex. He had flaming hot Cheeto hair. He dyed it red. It looked like flaming hot Cheeto. Blue last year. Oh wow! Flaming blue hot, blue hot flame. Uh, traded Did him. You say blue hot. You said blaming blue hot. No, blue hot flame, like a like flaming like blue a flame, hot. a blue hot flame. That's a thing. Okay. okay. Traded him to the Phillies. Uh, look up propane for me one time, Alex. I know what blue um, flames look like, Grant. <laughs> We will start with, do either of you want to do your weekly check-in first? Is anyone dying I mean, to get it off their chest? <sighs> no, it's not really exciting. Mm. January depression is setting in across the country. Is that <laughs> I mean, I did, so, I did something. I didn't do nothing. What did you do? Well, then I'll go first. Um, I had another, just another busy week, work, practice, game. Um, did you win? No, lost by Damn. three. 
Oh, wow. Missed the game time three at the buzzer. No. Had a good look. Um, and then over the weekend, uh, I turned down going to Birmingham on Friday. Ah, the um, berm. Had a little, not really a late practice, but got over in the evening, later evening. And I just was, it was like my first free day off in like three weeks, it seems like. So I was like, no, I'm sleeping in. It's okay. I have a nice, I spent Friday alone. <sighs> you deserve it. I wouldn't have been up there until like Honestly, 10 Honestly, it was pretty nice. Yeah. So, and then Saturday, um, just a college basketball buffet in the morning. Mm. Uh, and then I had family, family Christmas. Christmas. Late family Christmas. Friend of the podcast, Cody, was there. Um, he's part of the no, family now. Yeah, he's, he's family, not friend. He's part of the family now. Um, and then Sunday, I ref 10 basketball. youth games from 9 a.m. and i didn't get done until six o'clock wow non-stop straight straight through every single game you didn't even have a hot dog lunch uh i had a slice of pizza oh i had a couple snacks here and there i had a bag of fruit snacks and a granola bar and then i was chugging water this is hoopsters isn't it yeah come on you didn't go get your hot dog chip drink combo no because i don't have time I, i don't have time didn't you say it's not at Siena mm-hmm. anymore? No, it's at I would Decom-C. eat those in between games. Decomsi hosts it. Hot dog, chips, play. They don't do game. the combos anymore, Alex. Yeah, Siena was a different Alex. That's a college. Yeah, it was sweet. They did have nice combos. Yeah, so like <laughs> I have been putting off of like buying like new shoes for myself just because I like. Okay. Oh, like, this is they're exciting. just shoes. Like I don't need them, and you I'm do. on my feet so much that my feet like hurt. They kill. Like, my my ankles are like I feel like my ankles are swollen. My ankles are going bad. I'm pretty sure I have nerve nerve damage, and I'm nerve pretty sure I damage. Have, <laughs> I have plantar fasciitis in my left foot. Ah, uh, like my feet just hurt nonstop. No matter what, you I'm should doing. know this stuff. You went to school to know this yeah. stuff. You should. I can tape myself, but it's not going to help because I just sleep in pain. I'm like laying in bed, totally comfortable. The only thing is throbbing in my feet. That Do you have it's rough ice? That icy hot, horrible. It. That sounds like it's really bad. High heat. You need heat. No, he needs new shoes, Alex. You missed. Yeah, I need new shoes. <laughs> I need more support. No, I didn't my miss shoes that part. Just... I just not sure it's just shoes. Evan, do you have those the uh, insoles? Why? I, don't have I feel like I can picture Doctor like Scholl's. Those Air Max two seventies. Is that what they are? Uh, I have a couple different no, pairs. Game of Thrones, black yep. and white Adidas Ultra Boosts. Yep, Ultra Boosts, and then. I wear basketball shoes refing and they're older and they're not really the best. Um, like but the Adidas ones where you insert the colors in? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I had I have those. Giannis freak ones. I had those too, though. You have Giannis? Yeah. It's his favorite player. Well, I mean, it's the best player in the NBA, so. Look, man, I think you just make these your go-tos. <laughs> these have extreme You can't comfort. really be this big of a supporter of them when you made fun of me for having them for a full year. They just look bad on you. Oh, Oops, please. <laughs> Jane Akins is a dog. Um, Alex, how Grant. was your week? Thoughts uh, and prayers to Evan's toes and feet. My week was full of just working t- Tuesday through Friday. So obviously nothing to do at night because I was at work. Um, then Friday, as mentioned, spent alone, 
It's fine. Relaxed. Didn't do much. Um, Saturday, Ben and Cody. Not Cody Evan was talking about. Other Cody. Mm. Came over. Last minute decision. Decided they were uh, coming over for the basketball game. Both Michigan fans. Um, I warned them I wasn't going to be nice because I felt like I've been really nice to Michigan fans lately and I wasn't going to be this weekend. Um, but I wasn't too bad. Watched the game together. Went to a brewery in uh, the Royal Oak area. And then Called. instead of going out, uh, Brown Iron Brew House. Brown Jug. Who paid for the burgers? <laughs> right. Where's right. your receipt? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I told the NCAA double A we didn't go. Dog, you're right, Grant. He is a dog. Brown iron, okay. And so then, you know, typically the move would be to go out in Royal Oaks, we always do, but you're like, you know what? Let's just go to a bar in the berm. Wow. So we walk downtown. Do you go to the cigar bar? No. Oh man. What bar is that? Remember like it's like on the left side of the street if you're walking from your place, like it's that cigar bar. I don't know. It's old fashioned. Like I walk I've walked by like five times, but like, oh that'd be cool to take a bunch of guys there. I don't know if I know what you're talking about. In Burma. Anyways, just walked out of town, went to uh Dicko Dows? Nope, Dicko Dows is under construction till January 10th. Oh, what a crime. <laughs> that was my plan, though. Wait, that's today. Yeah, they're opening again. Wait, what bar, though? There's not, like, you're saying there's, there's not that many bars. There is, I found out. There's a lot. I walked by several. All right, the several. cigar one's called Churchill's Bistro Cigar Bar. I did walk past that. It was packed. Wow. Every bar was packed. What was the name of the bar you went to for crying out loud before I go crazy? Um, so it was, it, it's kind of, so when you enter, there's a the bar Maury. to the left and there's a bar to the right. Oh, you went sidecar slider bar. Yes. The one on the left is called shift. The one on the right call is called sidecar. Um, both I think owned by sidecar. Not sure. Uh, the left was cocktails only right had beer. So we went right. It's a sidecar. Yep. That's, and, a nice, that's a nice um, spot. It was. And lots of tons of people were like coming in. Um, and then they would just like go through the bar down to this back hallway into like some fancy thing with a doorman. Whoa. Yeah. So you guys did that? We didn't end up doing that. No. I mean, we were just what? in like jeans and hoodies. Ben had joggers on. We weren't even going out clothes. We thought we were just having some beers, watching football. Um, so, yeah, there's some hidden club in there, I guess. Well, now you have homework to do for the show. So we watched the Jags, Titans. Sorry, Evan. Game news fest. It's yeah, pretty it was. boring. Had several brews. Talked about life. Then walked home, and then uh, yeah, just chilled. And then Sunday, I. Did what everyone else did, watch Seattle win, and then watch the Lions win at night. Hmm. Right. Yeah, um, and I have a basketball game tomorrow. Future update. We got a big game tomorrow. Is it your first one? <laughs> yeah. 730. <laughs> I'm going to wear a GoPro so I can show the, the world <laughs> how <not>. I did. <laughs> Who uh, is Drew playing with you? 
Drew. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, he'll be there. So we'll so Ben. It, oh, Ben V's in this too. Yeah. So it's you three and then Randos and Justin. Oh wow. And then four other, five other dudes. Randoms. Drew knows one of them. That's how we got on this team. Has this group all met before? We will meet tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be so awkward to see starting lineups. Nah. I can't wait. <laughs> it's like I am basketball. You figure it out. No, but that's awkward because then it's like. Yeah, it's awkward for 30 seconds and then you're like, no one cares really who starts. It gets, it gets kind of real though once it's like time to sub and you're like, no, I'd yeah. like to win. <laughs> yeah. If they all suck, then I already talked about this. What what will happen? What if but, you guys are the worst? That'd be the probably worst case scenario. Well, that would be that's a, actually the best be case surprised. scenario. You think so? Yeah. Think well, sub in really three or four minutes here and there. Be humbling though. Be humbling. Like I'd be afraid to shoot if I was the worst player, and I really want to let it fly. Of course you do. You're gonna go well, one for eight to start the game. <laughs> shooters gotta shoot, Grant. I'm gonna go one for one and then over my next seven. That's that's, that's right. That's how I envision it. Speaking of shoes, I've put on my basketball shoes in quite some time, so I'm a little nervous that they're gonna not be great. Might also be getting shoes like Evan. Oh please. For me, if you guys remember last show, my biggest update was I was very, very sick. I'm pretty much healthy now. I still have a lot of um like a runny nose and I cough when I eat right now, so it's still in my system. I get like a coughing attack, I don't know when I eat just happens like first thing in the morning when i eat breakfast i just want to cough a lot but then it goes away gross i know so it's lingering but it's made it's pretty much gone like everything is normal physically besides that um there was a snowstorm here on top of the sickness pretty bad probably the worst i've ever had to snow and ice combo that i've had to shovel my car out of and i have like a little shovel i bought off amazon probably a month ago in case a situation like this happened here because the way my apartment works is if it's over like three to four inches of snow, they will plow it the next day. And I was like, what if I get stuck? Or like this week, it starts snowing on Tuesday. And it was so much, they didn't, they waited till the storm ended. So they didn't plow till Friday. So the way this parking lot is, it's like everyone in one direction facing each other. So like it's, if you shovel yourself out, you're effectively messing up someone else's parking spot because so there was like these big walls in between the cars of of where if you turned into it you'd get stuck you know because you could only shovel so much snow off into like the grass area so i was out there with my pooper scooper size shovel (laughs) trying to clear off like a sheet of ice and thick like the best thick snowman building snow of all time and i did get stuck trying to back out but I eventually got that figured out, and we were good to go. I made it out of the parking lot on Friday morning, so they could come plow, and then back Can to I normal ask now. A question? Yeah. <clears throat> Does it snow every day in Minnesota? It's so bad, dude. It is. It's really bad. <laughs> I mean, every Snapchat you send me, it looks like it's snowing. It hasn't so far. This or week. just snowed. It hasn't so far this week. Fingers crossed. But it's only Tuesday, so the week is. I think it's supposed to snow tonight into tomorrow. It snows a lot, and it's been relatively warm, so that's been good. It hasn't been super freezing. Um, what was the temp today? I don't know. Maybe like teens, 20s. Yeah, it was 40 today. Here. Wow. 
It's bad. So it's Minnesota no- winters are legitimately worse. Yeah, 100%. They do, I think, get a little bit more sunlight. I saw on uh, I was snap, uh, Instagram story that Grand Rapids has had five minutes of sunshine in like the last five days. And that just sounded super depressing. We've had one day of sunshine since thanksgiving yesterday was yeah yesterday was the I've most sun once yesterday was the most <laughs> sun we've had since december 5th the only day i remember Jeez. being really nice and sunny was thanksgiving day and then yesterday or whatever there was sun going down while i was driving home from work because i never see the sunlight anyways same so sucks depressing make sure you guys just get your eyes it makes outside. me feel like michigan state's uniform right now dark black um my only last thing is i'm having a mini personal struggle getting new contacts because inside the weeds i have not gotten eye exam in like a year and i guess you need that in order to order new ones so i have two fresh pairs left i i'm a 475 i have two of those oh you're pretty blind too yeah, I got two of those and then two 450s. I hope I don't have to use the 450s in an emergency because that would suck. Like, just reset the clock. So, I'm going to try because I'm not going back to Michigan anytime soon. And setting up with a new eye doctor here seems a little extreme. There's a website, 1-800-CONTACTS, which is just like an online teledoc I've for seen, eye doctors. I've seen that commercial before. So, I will planning to take an eye exam through 1-800-CONTACTS later this week, and I'll keep you guys posted if it actually works and I get new contacts. Why don't you just go to the eye doctor? just feels like a lot of work to set that all up here. If I, if I can, do it online. I will do it in person and do all that if I have to. But that's As like, someone that's been on a final pair for three months once, Alex, you can do that's it. That's bad. <laughs> you can do it. Well, I got to stop like falling asleep you know, on the couch. In that you week. can't sleep in them. Yeah, that's no, number I know. one. But like when you're trying to watch Georgia TCU and you're really tired after a day of work and it's putting you to sleep, you, you kind of stayed fall up for that. Yeah. Well, I fell asleep. Like I turned that shit off at halftime. I'm kind of a sucker. I love watching. Like you did not watch that whole second half. I had it on in the background, you but I was did. doing. I had it on the TV. Yes, I was doing other stuff you're on my psycho. laptop. Psycho. I like watching celebrations. I think it's cool to Dude, watch a team 65 like sixty-five to seven. That's disgusting. disgusting. I want to see how bad it got. And I also enjoyed the, they had the McAfee broadcast. So I was watching ESPN 2 for a little bit. Let's listen to AJ Hawk talk about football. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of fun. All right. That's the recap. Now we get into sports. It's 28-27 right now in the Kohl Center. We're approaching halftime. So we'll keep moving here. The Detroit Lions had quite the day. As we sit here on Tuesday... Evan, how would you describe that Sunday? The wave of emotions you felt, and now the dust is held. How do you feel about how everything transpired today? Um, like I said in the recap, I didn't watch much football. Well, I watched zero football from 1 to 6 o'clock, 6.15. Didn't watch a single lick of football. I was just checking in on the, uh, the scores. Um, so I basically was thrown into the fire of the... Oh my God. My bad. No, you're fine. Getting a phone call. Not now. Um, <laughs> Arrow's parent. Um, no, I'll keep it out. Um, where? Oh, shit. Naughty. 
<laughs> where was I? Um, you got thrown into the mix of the yeah, Sunday I got thrown fire. into the fire of the Seattle and Rams game. I think at the time it was tied. I think it was tied 16-16 when I finally started watching football. Um, I was more upset and more invested into that game, I would say, than the Lions game. Like, I cared about the Lions game, don't get me wrong. But, like, I cheered the loudest during the Rams-Seahawks game when he doinked one off the upright. Oh, yeah, big moment. Completely disappointed. I was, I would say, I was more upset that Seattle won than I was happy that the Lions won. I'll put it that. Well, way. that's depressing. Yeah, I think there's a large chunk of the fan base that probably felt that way. I would say, yeah. but like as soon as Seattle won, Alex, technically the technically the Lions game didn't really matter. The outcome of it didn't really to matter to you, to others, to many. No, the outcome mattered. did not matter to the Lions organization. Of their game? Yeah, no matter what would have happened, it wouldn't have... Uh, I don't think that's the proper term. I don't think you're saying that correctly. The Lions win did not benefit the Lions organization. Wrong. I think it helped the organization. I think wrong. it's good for morale. Wrong. Yeah, wrong. Morale doesn't carry over the year The Lions year. victory did if not If morale carried over year from year, this year we want to start a 1-6. Disagree. Yeah. Disagree? Not, we not came a, off on a winning streak last point. year. I'm you saying beat the I, Packers last year in the last game of the year, and you're like, oh, momentum going into next year. Like, I believe Duh. momentum carries over. Then why do we depending, start 1-6? Just depends what you do in the offseason. Oh, so we had a shit offseason, so you're telling me Dan Campbell's a bad pro- Unable to prepare. Uh, I could give you a point. I just didn't know we were going to oh. get into this right away. <laughs> no, this, this spiraled, and I kind of like it. The I, momentum I'm talking about is that win, and the momentum carries over in the eyes of other players around the league that might be free agents, and we become a more attractive destination. So if you get better players because of that, I would say that is positive momentum that you can certainly carry with you. I want to call that momentum. I view it a little differently. Maybe it splits the middle better. I understand Evan's point of there was no playoff implications. I do think like his point is right when week one, the ball is kicked in week one. It, that game doesn't matter anymore at all. I think, though, there's some of it. I'll try to liken it to when Michigan finally beat Ohio State, whereas like the culture of players are going to be there for the long haul aren't going to feel like Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and at least maybe for the fans' perspective, that they're not the boogeyman anymore. Like we have flashbacks of 2016 when that game, we were at home for the division on SNF, and he came into the forward field and beat us. And just like kind of how the Packers have always been like the dads to us in the division. Um, I think it was good for morale in that sense. I was trying to look back. When's the last time the Lions have swept the Packers when Rodgers was healthy for both games? I'm not entirely sure. Never. It might be never. It, it is might never. be. How do you know? Saw it. So I think like... What's your source? Twitter. <laughs> Trust me. Okay. Trust me. Trust me, bro. <laughs> there is one stat... That they kept showing on the broadcast that we got clarification from last week 
Um, it's 18 and two is the Packers regular season record in January and December under LaFleur and Rodgers. And both of the losses now are to the Detroit Lions. So that's pretty cool. 18 and two. And we are both of them. Yeah. And one that is cool. Yeah. (laughs) Something bad happened in the game. It's like (laughs) shit. Look, it's not even halftime yet. It's so much game left. Um, my favorite part of this night, which I discovered about myself, um, I took a page out of Big Cat's playbook when it comes to Aaron Rodgers' dislike, was we talk about Lions fans kind of melting down when it came to Baker Mayfield blowing it for us. Packers fans, after our game, I went on the Odyssey app before I went to bed, put in my headphones and I brushed my teeth and I just clicked on. 107.5 the fan green bay and oh my god was that fun to listen to of people calling the packers post game and i tweeted it out so it might be a spoiler for those that follow us there but a radio caller actually called into that show it was like this matt lafleur guy's gotta go man we gotta hire either jim harbaugh or sean payton to turn this franchise around and i was just just laughing to myself at like oh my god we broke them at least in this sense one guy was like i'm so tired of hearing how People have to come to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. This team's not built for that. It's it's not even a home field advantage anymore. And they were just down in the dumps after getting beat by the Lions to not go to the playoffs. And so that in that moment, I was like, this is really fun. And I'm going to fully enjoy this moment listening to this fan base that's had it really good. Just cry, for lack of a better term. Yeah, they're losers. Green Bay Packers are losers. Their fans are losers. Franchise is losers. Maybe not historically, because they have won quite a bit, but I view them as losers. So that felt good. Question, Evan, you can start with this one. It was a bigger picture when I was thinking that was inspired from someone's tweet. I can't remember it, but they were saying that there's 32 NFL teams. We all know how many of them in their do team in the maybe the fan base as a whole, because fans are more emotional than players and coaches. How many fan bases will have better fe- a better feeling going into their offseason than the Detroit Lions? Uh, better or the same? Sure. <laughs> yeah, Just want right. to make sure. Obviously one with the Super Bowl winner. Super Bowl winner. Probably if you... Mm. It's hard, which is why I was really thinking. I was like, we, we're definitely top five of good vibes going into next year. I know. I know the number. <laughs> it's an opinion, Alex, but I, I like no, that. It's a fact. <laughs> I'll say probably around eight. Eight or so, depending on how the yeah. playoffs shake out. Yeah, Alex, I would say number around lower. eight. Because, I mean, there's a lot of teams in the playoffs that are built to stay in the playoffs. Um, I was super Super Bowl winner. Um I think if you make it to the NFC Championship, you're going to be disappointed. But like, hey, run this back. Let's do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think no, no matter the outcome for Jacksonville, I feel like they're on the they're on the up. Yeah, it's true. Because of Trevor Lawrence. I think Seattle's in a very good spot no matter what they do because of their draft picks and the roster construction and Pete Carroll. He doesn't seem like he's slowing down anytime soon. Um, so there's a couple... Outside the radar. So I'll say around eight. 
I saw, I mean, to back to your point, Grant, I saw 33rd team or something like that on Instagram. They're kind of popular or they're growing. Um, they had the power rankings for the last of the season and they had the Lions at eight. Fair. We're the first team to, out of the playoffs that high. So I was shocked when we were at eight, but I mean, playing better football right now than some playoff teams is just the one and six start. Yeah. Alex? Six. Six teams. NFC Championship game, AFC Championship game. So those four teams. And then um, Jaguars and Seattle. Yeah. Phil's right. What about the Chargers? No. Because their coach is a moron. <laughs> Made the playoffs more than Dan Campbell has. Yeah, it took him three three years. For now. Dan, Dan's got one season left. That's a better record. Well, probably him, but he also played his starters in a game that didn't matter, and two of them got hurt. So who's the real moron, Evan? Sean Slater's coming back, though. He's still a moron. Point we, drafted we drafted him in our mock draft. You guys did. I drafted Micah Parsons. Well, you got overruled, so you go down with the ship. Both good players. Good job by us. Um, For the actual game itself, don't have to get too in the weeds, but the biggest thing for me, the trend that I noticed throughout the game, is we did not look great up front offensively in the trenches for a while in that game, and then we kind of leaned on them. And got some breaks from the defense. The defense. Really I, there was well. a. It was a couple of people. It was Brown. Yeah. There was like if there was a mistake, it was usually him. Ragnall slipped and oh, fell, caused a blunder. But... For me at first. Oh, the lineman, Alex. You're like what I thought. You, I thought you just said it was Brown, and I was no, like, like Evan Brown. I think his name is the right. Turn- yeah. The first Brown, right guard. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, he I played horrendous I, there for a I while. I figured it. He plays horrendous every game. I think. He always has terrible He balance. stepped up. He had some key blocks. I mean, pass protection wasn't terrible. I think Goff only had got sacked once. Did yeah, he, he get sacked? He fumbled. Oh, yeah, he grabbed it real quick. Not a fumble, yeah. Grant. And then our backup on the flea flicker. Sack fumble. Had the hold. Just recovered. He didn't even have a hold. He had a tackle. So. Yeah. I would say the starting group, collectively, I'd give him a, you know, a B plus. But Yeah. I'm with you, Grant. We didn't get a run game going like we usually do, like to set the tone. It, it took a while. No, and they they were running the ball. Like every time I felt like they handed off to Aaron Jones or Dylan, for the most part, it was getting like positive three to four yards. And that's where Hutchinson's sacks were big, two for him. Um, kind of reminded me of that Ohio State game that he won where Ohio State would move the ball and then they'd sack Stroud down there. Like he just sacked Rodgers to kind of put the – closing stamp on some drives did have an all-time whiff on a forced fumble that was crazy he just swung almost it looked like right through the ball Dude. and just missed it <laughs> i wish they never showed their replay i got I was a little bit really upset. happy about the sack until i saw that and then i was like what dude you just I don't know how he missed. whiffed i thought rogers like was a crafty veteran and moved it nope he just absolutely <laughs> swung through the football um but his yeah, sacks were huge and the defense really stood on their head and then as Dan Campbell said in his interview, we just got to get in a rhythm, man. And we did. And Jamal started finding some creases. We started running the ball much better in the second half. Jamal finished 
16 for 72, 4.5 per carry, so not bad. And in the goal line situations, looked pretty good. Got a, like a walk-in touchdown down there. Um, Yeah, it kind of just came together where the defense was able to hold them enough in the first half where things could have gotten out of hand. And then they actually woke up in the second half offensively and got things going a little bit. Now, that's that what winning teams do. Talks. Complimentary football. I'd like to revisit one of my predictions. Um, I said DeAndre Swift would rush for 1,000 yards. I am an idiot. I was wrong. Jamal Williams would rush for 1,000 yards. That's what I meant. Who saw that coming? Not me. Yeah, no one probably. He good always for looked, Jamal, though. He's so good, but he just looks like he's moving in slow motion. Like, it's I, mean, like I remember the two of you hated on Jamal quite a bit at the beginning of this season. I'm, I would like to know if you guys have changed your tune at all. Or do you still think he sucks? I don't think he sucks. I mean, he just benefits. He's not he's, as talented he's as benefiting. Swift. Everyone knows that. Huh? He's not as talented as Swift. We know that. Correct. But yeah. I, he, he does his job from... really well. Get the ball off. Fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just a horrendous. <laughs> he's benefiting from getting there. all the goal line carries. He ran like, for 1,000 yards, though, Evan. I, I understand that. Swift was injured there for a while. Where Swift wasn't getting handoffs in the run game, it's more pass catching back. He said uh, yesterday he played with a high ankle sprain the entire season. Yeah, I believe it. They were saying Ragnall's going to get surgery. Yeah, like as yeah, soon he was as the season ends. for the last two months. I think he has a torn. Does he have a torn oblique? Is that him? They said someone is torn foot, uh, bicep or torn pec. No, they said something about his foot, but that was carrying over from last year. I don't know if it was the same injury, but Swift I has something. an arm pec problem too. It's shoulder into his yeah. Jamal ran the ball 262 times. One thing I will never describe this man is his durability. The dude's an animal. Like, he just... You gotta resign him, Alex. Somebody might throw a bag at him. No, he doesn't want to leave. He said he doesn't. Dude, yeah, everyone can say that until you get handed a boatload of cash. different kind of guy. A boatload of cash. Alex acted like he's best friends with yeah, the dude. What NFL team pays <laughs> oh, running yeah, backs anymore? Oh, Jamal told me, dude, he's not leaving no matter how <laughs> He's much a different kind of cat. What NFL team pays running backs anymore, really? Um, I can think of one. The San Francisco? Because they no, dropped a bag to get McCaffrey. Cherry World, because they just spent a bag for Zeke when Tony yeah. Pollard's probably better right now. The Tony Rams Pollard's a free it. agent. The Rams have done that. Some oh, of these teams the that don't have running backs could use one. I mean, what... No, no one's going to drop a bag on Jamal when there's Tony Pollard, Saquon's a free agent. There's there's, there's good running backs out there. Yeah, but Saquon's can't Saquon get agent? fifth year? He, no, no. He's the year before Daniel Jones, wasn't he? And Daniel Jones is already going into his fifth year. No. Guys, I have no clue. I'm so this is, I'm so sure this, he's going to get re-signed by... Well, Daniel York, Jones' fifth year is next year, so that's why I'm just trying to see this how year. many people had more rush attempts than Jamal Williams, and I'm struggling, but I'm close. Butler down 11 grand to St. John's. We're not. We we got suspended for the rest of the year. We don't play. Oh God, your teams are all bad. Kentucky down 10 to South Carolina. Sorry to get distracted, but all 17. your teams suck. Where's rushing attempts? What do you oh, want? I found it. He I'm was. I'm sure there's more. Oh, he was seventh. Nick Chubb had to be up there. Josh Jacobs had to be first. Derrick Henry, 349. Josh 349. Jacobs. Imagine 100 more handoffs to Jamal Williams. 100. <laughs> 100. Jacobs had 340, so he's very close. 
This is built to last. <laughs> Cannot take that away from Jamal Williams. Off Kirby yeah. Joseph. He was talking to Smack after the game too, and you just can't deny the kid. I think he said something. Uh, they asked him about Rogers' longevity, like if we'll see him again. He's like, "Yeah, I mean, I'd like him to come back. I'll just keep making plays against him." To paraphrase, and I was like, "Damn, that's like aggressive from a rookie." But when you stop and think about it, he picked him off three times this year, and he should have had a fourth. He should have a fourth. Um, like his perception of Aaron Rodgers. Like if we're like, "Yeah, dude, this guy's like good." Like we've watched him our whole life. He's probably like, who's yeah, his favorite player growing up. It's like this guy's probably bad. Like he's, he's a Packers right. fan four times. Kirby Joseph was. He's a Packers fan growing had, up, and Aaron Rodgers is his favorite player. He's wow. had one solid interception on him. The other two yeah, of them I mean, were just let's floaters. Be honest, we could have picked the other ones off. Two of them were floaters, and one was a batted ball that he just jumped higher than his teammate to steal it from him. Okuda. Also true. Tough. Oof. Tough comments from Brad about Okuda today. You want to get into it? I thought he said there was just an up and down season because it's his rookie year. He said he did some good things and he did some very not good things. But he's and a we'll, rookie though, and we'll consider, we'll revisit if we're going to re-sign him or give him the option or whatever. Look, I've like two dead. years to Look, decide that. No, Okuda could have helped against Green Bay. There were some plays. I'm not going to say names. We all know who I'm talking about. Warrior. They, just, they come in the game and it's an instant deep ball that gets Warrior completed on their horrible. head. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that. Player. I'm just talking about He's positives. not getting re-signed. That's a free Okuda. agent on our team. Okuda could have helped. It's actually crazy that Awori was like a lock. It was a lock corner last I year. I worry that then... Kirby Joseph is a similar, just at a safety. Did you see the uh, But I think Kirby's only going to get better next year when he has a competent safety with him. Like, Tracy Walker's going to yeah, come back. Kirby is a dog. Kirby is good. The, the all-22 makes... of his pick was... Some mistakes. Someone said, "Yeah, but Kirby Joseph, you're on the Hawk. island. Like, yes, he's like a fine ball pick guy. That's all you like, care. But that's all you he need. He makes back mistakes there. in the run game quite a bit. He hits Could hard care less. He hits front hard. seven. Figure that out. I don't need my safety to lead my team in tackles. Evan, don't care. Tracy Walker would like to lead the team in tackles. That yeah, means you're that's a, bad a different team. safety. He's the strong side. Kirby's also free wondering. Side. Deshaun Elliott was pretty solid." Yeah, he's really good. We should resign him. I, so what? I would say Deshaun Elliott more of a. It's. It's like the scheme and like your personnel, what, who's out there, Alex. It's I just more, wonder what's going to happen, fit. though, with Tracy Walker, Deshaun Elliott, and Kirby. There's Deshaun no Elliott lines Deshaun, up next You could still play uh, too high, and Deshaun's got either a zone or he's running with the tight ends like he did most of the time. So you're going to just move Deshaun up into a nickel type of guy. We run a, we run a four. Linebacker, yeah, you only, we run if, on passing down situations, you only need four, one linebacker. Four, one, Who would you rather have run with the tight end? One of your <laughs> linebackers? Or no. rather have Deshaun Elliott. If it's the same, that, if it's Rodrigo's five two forty or Anzalone's <laughs> five six forty, I, I saw Derek Barnes try to run across the middle on somebody's crossing route and he couldn't catch up. Hey, Derek Barnes lays the boom on people though. Guy hits Listen, relentlessly. We're gonna run a four one six with Malcolm in the middle, <laughs> like the TV show, and then Deshaun Elliott and the boys in the back. <laughs> as much as I don't like Anzalone, he played fantastic this year. Had a, yes, like his career year was this year. And Dude, I think it's just Thor Thor Hammer. Thorhammer Sally is awesome, Evan. You love it. It's you like the freedom of, of like knowing what you're doing. You're the leader on the defense. I mean, you've been in the system for probably five or six years now. So um there's worse linebackers that we've had in the past. Um I wouldn't mind resigning them, especially to lead a young linebacker core, because with the depth that we have, you have to like draft one or sign somebody. So um isn't it? Is it weird that we only have six free agents on the team? Is that normal? 
It's extremely low, Alex, but you also got to think that okay, Patricia got rid of everybody that would have been free agents now. And then uh, Dan Campbell and all of them got rid of Patricia's like, guys. Yeah. And then half our rosters through the draft or unsigned free agents. So you got to think of that. And why it has no hope for this youngest team in the NFL. That's so random to what bring up joke. right now. Um, what gave what me joke. hope was the flea flicker, although called back. Dude, if I was JMO, I would go J-Mo upset. So fast. around the house, I didn't even realize that it was a flag until I came back and sit, sat down. It was devastating. I was, was I was begging to just, I was begging to curse out like the NFL and just like. Oh, I I was guaranteed down that Roger it was not house. a penalty. Okay, when they first paused it, him to the ground. When they first paused it, his hand was like Trey Flowers again. It was like on the shoulder pad, and then they ran yeah. it a little bit longer, and he got full face mask. I was like, "Well, no, that was the Kirby pick, Evan." Oh, the Kirby, my bad. Yes, the the hole was, he had was in it position. Evan Brown. Yeah, yeah. no, it was just Nelson. throat choked him to the ground it was from Nelson. behind. It was, it was terrible. It was a terrible, obvious penalty <laughs> that was so unnecessary. Well, my bad. Mixed him he may have been sacked. Him, so. If he didn't do that. Nah, Jared's elusive. Yeah. And the QB uh, of the future, officially. But first things first, I think with JMO, the buzz was like, could be a Tyreek Hill player for your team. That play confirmed it in my mind. He caught that ball, and there was two guys that like were around his area, step for step, that you think could make the tackle. And he just shot off like a, like a dart. Like just because he had to slow up to catch it, it barely got over a DB's head, and then he's just gone. He's he was just, also stumbling too a little bit. So the like his arms flailing, and then just extended like six yards past him. I was like, "Holy shit, dude is lightning!" Yeah, also I mean, had a drop, was... and he is human, Grant. So maybe he's not very good. No, he is good. I think that that was a weird but, ball to catch as a former wideout. That's a weird spot because you're coming back. You don't know which way you should flip your hands. He just let it get into his body. He'll be fine. He's not did a possession comeback. Did you zero, guys see Ben Johnson's comments prior to the game about Jameson? I no, know. I did not. Please fill me in. And just like we're going to fucker do him. No, they <laughs> thought that he would be further along in terms of I don't oh, know. It's good to hear. He's got all offseason now. Like it's. I'm guessing. This is just a hunch. I think you're Jameson seems like a guy that, you know, thinks he doesn't have to maybe study as hard as others. He doesn't. I'm guessing he just doesn't have a great grasp on the playbook. And that's why he's not playing 40 snaps and he's playing 10. Mm, and I then you line like, up Ben Johnson's comments. It seems like that could be a thing. And when you're I that think he good and that well, fast. better come back so he doesn't have to learn a whole new playbook again. Evan, Dan's an offensive guy. It's his offense. Ben's it's more, done nothing. It's more the people that were in front of him. Because, like, even Khalif Raymond had, like, a career year. And with that many receivers in front of you, who are you going to be like, yeah, I know you're a veteran that we all respect. You're just out now because J-Mo's, like, healthy off an ACL. True. I mean, do they see J-Mo, though? I, yeah, they see him every day in practice. He should have. have. <laughs> they hang out with him. Should have three touchdowns on three catches this year. Jared um, underthrew him, and well, then he that took that one to the crib. Leads into Ben V's question. He says, on the year, there was nine targets for J-Mo that led to one catch. 
any concern on the ability to get him the ball. So Lions fans, the sickos like Ben are already thinking about concerns for next year after a, a dub in Lambeau Field. Anyone want to entertain this? That's absurd, Ben. No, I think it's only gonna it's only gonna get better. Like <laughs> Ben, that's a, just a ridiculous thing to be thinking about. I think Ben's a little panicked after watching, you know, Michigan lose to TCU. He's a little negative like me. He's like, what could go wrong next He's in year? A bad headspace. I think yes. Jared's not a perfect deep ball thrower, but the beauty of JMO is you don't have to be perfect. They're going to have an offseason to actually work with each other. They yes, like the timing and like game speed. and They're going to be working. We're going to see those pictures on Instagram of just the Jerry and the boys. But his point is valid because we are very, very um, almost, I think, getting numb to how amazing the dynamic is between Amonra and Jared. You're not going to see that with Jamison. You're going to see his like completion rate is never going to be that high. I don't think Amonra is a freak. Isn't it the highest completion rate between a quarterback and receiver in the entire NFL? I thought that uh, stat was on the broadcast. I know this through Amonra. This is, this was his third, second year. Second, second year. He's a monster tied for most receptions by a player through two years in a career in the entire like history of the league is the amount of footballs he's caught tied for first through two years. So yeah, like when you think about Jamison, he's never going to, he's not going to have that, but that's the beautiful balance we have. Now we have a guy that's there for those. And then we have a burner. Um, Jamison will have more high impact plays and I think they'll figure it out in the off season. So just calm the nerves a little bit going into next year. Zero concern. Um, my only other things that were notable, a few, was one, the Dan Campbell again, primetime game. He just delivers a moment where you're just like, you know what? We might have some problems with timeouts, but I kind of love that this guy's my football coach. When uh, their sideline reporter, was it, is it Melissa Stone now? Who is the sideline? No idea. It was halftime. They cut to Dan coming out of the locker room, and usually those are like the most boring things of all time. Like think back to you know Greg Popovich and coaches like that who don't care about those. Dan's just got a fat lip in, and she's talking about how your team found out you're not going to the playoffs right before kicking. Goes, yeah, we just don't want to keep we don't keep them from going, man. That's that's what we're playing for, man. And it's just like, yeah, I mean that is just monkey brain. What we're all sitting there thinking as Lions fans, like, yeah, I mean we just don't want to see Green Bay go, and he just verbalizes it, and you're like. I'm kind of glad this guy's my coach, even if he makes some dumb decisions. <laughs> I'm, glad he, I'm glad he said it. Like I'm glad he's told like the entire world that everybody watching, like we have one single motivation. I know a lot of people would be like, "Oh, we're you know working compete no matter what. We're playing an NFL game. You know, we're here." To I do was our sick job. of the media. They're all week. They were like, "Well, will the Lions still play hard if they're not playing for anything? <laughs> like, should this game really be on Sunday night?" Dan just shot that shit down right away. No, this we is, don't want them to go. This is the media. This is America's fault because you wanted everyone wanted Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Everybody wanted Aaron Rodgers in primetime. That's the only reason they got it. You didn't. The Lions did not get the primetime game. Aaron Rodgers got the primetime game. Yeah, but the Lions made it their primetime game. They yes, and MCDC walked it. in there and took it from them. Yeah, so just, that's why that game mattered it better to if the you Lions were just like, franchise. If they were just like, "Hey, Dan, like, what are you guys playing for?" It's like, "Oh." That's basically what he said. This is the only thing if you would have just like really said what he was thinking. Um, yeah, even Charles Woodson 
who's not a Lions fan by any means. He played for the Packers. Was like the Lions got dogged with the time slot they got to play in. Because think about like usually how the NFL works is you play at the same time that the game that matters to you is. They just threw that out the window to see Aaron Rodgers on TV. Like they set everything up for him to go to the playoffs, and they didn't do it because the Lions had other ideas. Because a play call we have to discuss the biggest balls in the biggest moment. Just a bubble screen lateral play between Amandra and Swift, which is like the they said they installed it that week. They got Panay out, who just smothered, I believe it was Darnell Savage, just buried him into the Green Bay turf. Um, your guys' reaction to that, and I think we we all love it, but it's kind of psychotic. Like that could have gone so poorly because Amandra got hit as he was even pitching it back. But so I think Sewell missed his block. The guy that was hitting Amonra was, like, Sewell's initial block. And then as soon as, like, I think Sewell saw him pitch it, he just went to the second level. Like, how good he already is at, like, 21 years old. Mm-hmm. He just went to the second level and laid out, like, who you said. Darnell Savage. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things, like, with Sweet. the camera angle and, like, the situation, you don't really know how open the play is. You see Swift. Yeah, wasn't it Swift that caught the pitch? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you see Swift catch the ball, and he's like four yards behind the line of scrimmage. You're like, well, this play's over with. This thing is shot. And then you see him just turn the corner, and there's like barely anybody around with Sewell out in front of him. Like, oh, now it's fourth and two. I was like, I I, I couldn't believe it. Like, the nuts, the big time, like, this is Ben Johnson's hands because based off of, if you want to believe it or not, like Dan Campbell saying he's distracted by the wave, the Minnesota game, Ben Johnson called that play. And so Ben Johnson called this play. It was little, like, motivation or little input from Dan Campbell. It basically was just a yes or no. If at all, he uh, gave him, like, the yes or no to do it. Yeah. it was The only thing I'll say about this big balls thing is, as mentioned, we technically were not playing for anything. So it makes it a little easier to, I guess, have huge balls. That's why that's why I wanted him to go for it on fourth down. Same. That's why I didn't care. I mean, I still was nervous about it because I still really wanted to win. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um But yeah, it it takes a little bit away probably from the big balls. Dude, I'm sorry, but this <laughs> Wisconsin shooting is pissing me off. Really they get like ass. seven threes. Um, yeah, I was I was kept asking myself after the game, like, would they have done that if the playoffs were on the line? I don't for think us? so. I like to think they would have, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they like, have that. That would be ginormous <laughs> nuts if they did that in a playoff type situation. For the record, I am soft, and I was. I was. Um, That's not for surprising a, for me. A field goal kick, even though I told Dan to always go for it. I just. I was like, we're gonna miss it. No, we're gonna not get this, and then Rogers gonna go down and score. For a second, I started lead. to tell myself like, oh, go up seven. Defense played well all game, and I was like, no, just go for it. Yeah. Be- behind the scenes, Packers fan girlfriend Marissa called me, and we watched like I think the last like quarter on Facetime, and she told me what? today because she was like trying to play some like game board game. She got it was basically Sudoku. She was just playing that to distract herself during the game. Um, she didn't like, even watch. watch. What a fraud! No, no, she's watching it fully. She was a little bit ahead of me, like this basketball game. So she just kind of like go back to playing our game, and I couldn't see. 
And then later today, she's like, yeah, I was actually like really pissed off that whole time. I was just trying to hide my emotions. And I was like, I don't think I wasn't insufferable, but I was thinking about all the things that broke our way, like the Kirby pick, the, the crazy lateral play. Oh, the butt cheek catch by Amara. Yes. That's what it was. That was awesome. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, did you just see that? You just caught the ball with his butt and she pretended like she didn't see it. And then today she's like, yeah, I saw it the whole time. I was just fuming. So I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not sure why breaks. you guys would watch that together. Seems like a terrible idea. We got all the breaks and it was awesome. Um, So yeah, it was a great, great night in Lambeau. Uh, Packers are in shambles. They want a new coach. They need to blow it up. Well, let's not get crazy, Grant. Let's talk about the radio callers. (laughs) But the last thing is shout out to the Lions social media team. Absolutely unloaded the clip in week 18. They knew... They weren't going to have to play anyone in the playoffs. They weren't going to see the Green Bay till next season. And they kept every receipt possible. They had that TikTok. I don't know if you guys saw of the eight and nine with like the fart noises. And then they had like the that team one where they had all the media people talking about us. And oh, and there, there's this uh, FTP on the final score. Just <laughs> like I was like, oh, my God. And then there's the story of our coaches getting on the elevator saying you can't lose to that team. And then someone else from the Packers is like real classy. And they're like, your quarterback said it. I just love that we're just going into Lambo all chippy. Like the, the whole organization came out with the dub. So great night. Great night for everyone. We, we have finally finished above 500 for them. Um, now transitioned into uh, college hoops, which we're watching, which I feel like the listeners, if they're dialed and watching along with us still realize things are picking up in this game but we're there's still a lot of game left we're, we're chugging through uh michigan state michigan played college basketball the team we're watching if you like offense this game was not for you on saturday it was gritty it was gross for long stretches but ultimately at the end the better basketball team won the basketball game um as things tend to go what were your guys' thoughts to the the victors of this game um, your reactions and and the feeling of relief that you had for the smack talk from Hunter Dickinson that you were able to beat him again in Breslin. Evan, you should definitely lead. Yeah. <laughs> There's nobody I hate more. He's, like I said at the beginning of the year, I said Drew Timmy was up there as soon as, until we play Hunter Dickinson. Is Hunter he the Dickinson. biggest villain in the rivalry's history? Yes. I think he is. I'm not going to give him the villain credit. I just think he's a loser. He is a loser. Um, he's a villain, Alex. He's a bum. Brezdakis didn't even talk this much. He's a shitty but guy. Brezdakis could like back it up, and it was only Dylan. one year, so you got over it. The only reason Dickinson's still here because he will never have an NBA career. Um, he's a more. Seems likely. <laughs> so, like, going into the week, I was like, Michigan's struggling. We're playing all right basketball. It's at home. We're whatever. 18 and three in the last like 21 against them or something at home. Um, three and three under Howard and all home teams have won. So, yeah. And then like the comments are coming out and then like the Twitter trolls and then it just gets into a fan. I hate you. You hate me thing. And it just got super toxic. And that's what I hate the most. And to where now I'm like nervously pacing before tip off. Now I'm standing and watching the entire game. When I should just be enjoying the e- the afternoon and just watching the basketball. Villain. Just get you on your feet. Yes. You were that worked up, Evan. Oh, I was hate watching. I, w- I was probably 
equal amount hate watching cheering for Hunter Dickinson's demise than like actually cheering for my own team. But you were nervous the whole game. Yes, because I just hate, like when we were up eleven, I was having a comfortable lead, and they started getting back into it, and I was like, "This is this is the end." Because that's the beauty of villains. Like that happens. Because could you imagine if they had pulled off a comeback and then Dickinson does some like antics as they leave the floor? Like that would make you want to throw up. That would drive to East Lansing. Because of all of his antics beforehand, I knew that there was a zero percent chance we would lose. So I'd never felt nervous. <sighs> Very well, Izzo does see all the social media stuff. He's not on it, but people tell him about it because he said comments in the past about so people saying stuff on social media. So he definitely tells his team. The team knows it. He knows it. So there's really no incentive we, there against that one player. It hurts that he scored the first bucket of the sucked. game. Yeah, and then he did his stupid little I mean, he tried to like wave to the, the crowd, crowd or whatever. Such a loser. Um, this is going off of Izzo and him had beef last year in Ann Arbor. So yeah. I mean, there's some personal... Yeah, maybe he wants to come on our podcast when he's done with her his he's podcast. I will, I will I not be on the podcast it. if he joins. Not to give him to spend too much time on him specifically, but he is like the biggest villain. I try to figure out lately like how much is a WWE act and how much is like if you set him down. Like I think he knows what he's doing a lot of times. Um, it's not helping he said, his team. He did drop before the game. Um that he really respects Izzo, which I guess like no one cares that he said that because Correct. you've already burned the bridge. But I think like in his like, I think it showed like he's not a total, I don't know, like basket case. Like I think he he understands kind of what he does. And I think in a weird way, he needs that. I don't know what his motivation is like, but I've heard him talk before that like he needs to have people hate him to like fuel himself. I do think, it would suck sometimes to be his teammate, though, because like you're not asking for all that hate, and now you're on this team that everyone hates. But it's a weird thing. Um, and like you said, Evan, with the rivalry, I think it'll really, and rightfully so, Michigan State fans will unload their clip if they win at Chrysler. Because like you said, it's been a weird thing where Izzo is leaps and bounds a better coach over his career than Jawan Howard. But right now, it's just been who's ever been home has won the game. They haven't played a third time in any of these seasons um, when the stakes are even higher than neutral site. But we'll have to see what happens. Um, the last thing on Dickinson was he, again, had a nice stat sheet when you look at the end. But as a basketball observer of him, he didn't have a very efficient game, especially in the first half where he was kind of forcing a lot um, and the touch wasn't there. had a couple in and outs. But the strategy, I think, from his own crew was the right one, obviously double almost immediately make him kick out which he did he did a good job of finding the guy open on the perimeter maybe a one more pass here and there from the guys and they just couldn't make threes i mean uh jet made one early and then he made another dribble pull up dickinson made one i think and that was it they were like three of like 20 something they dickinson shot like made the one right at the end of the game yeah so his jet made two i think buffkin made one i don't think so i think they can miss like every sh- Deep shot. No, that was Joey Baker. Joey Baker did go 0 for 3 in like two minutes, and it was impressive confidence from the kid. The shooting on the other side wasn't good either, though. Horrendous. Five air balls from one squad. Yeah. Um, Yeah, stunning. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the grittiness of the guard play was the biggest factor. I mean, you could tell, like, I didn't, like, deep in your fan brain, like, maybe Doug McDaniel can, like, be fast. No, he's just too young for the moment. I mean, that's just like if if he's having these problems and he's a junior, that's a problem. But like 
You're going into Breslin, the rowdiest place in the Big Ten, playing Hogard and Walker, who you're shorter than already. I mean, Hogard's huge for a guard. And it's like, be nice. what are you going to do? Guys and they made baller. credit to them when it mattered most. Some of those shots were just big time. Like the, the, the Tyson Walker NBA 2K bounce off the rim for the three-pointer. That was a dagger. His I was like, celebration oh was hilarious God. after that. Yeah, just running down the court, and then Hogarth had a couple flip shots in the lane that went in, and uh, Mal- Malik Hall even had like a sky hook almost like around Dickinson at one point, and I was like, yeah, I mean those three guys just carried them to a win. Just good basketball players down the stretch, and the defense was defense was legit. I think that was a wake up call for some people, and uh, I was curious to watch how like Buffkin did in that, and he was. For the most part, I thought, especially the first half, he was a little overwhelmed with the intensity. But he's he's a gritty player, and he stuck with it and made some good layups at the, towards the end of the rack when opportunities were there. But I think it's a good growing experience. My question for you guys is uh, actually just for Evan. Alex isn't allowed to weigh in until we tell him. Is how do we deal with Evan, the flip-flopping um, from Alex to Hogarth, because we know I flipped one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alex, no, nope. it's our turn. It is our turn. Because the problem yeah. is, like, he loves him. That's his guy. He's been on him from the jump. But he did have a moment of weakness in November. For a minute. For a where minute. That minute counts. Alex, Alex, shut your mouth. It's our turn. Him, it is him, my turn. Called him a fraud, capital F, in a receipt text message that we will always have. Um, I don't know. Do we, do we put Alex on a trial period, Evan, and say, That's like, ridiculous. You know what? I, <laughs> no, I was his freshman season Shut when you up, guys Alex. said he was a joke because he shot like nine percent from three you called him a fraud this yeah, year so i was trying to motivate him because his his oh, attitude yeah. was talking yeah, shit no, no. yes aj and i are close personal friends you did what you hate here. with all fans and you overreacted during a non-conference stretch of basketball and yeah thought i did terrible forever. i did something that i hate when everyone else does it okay oh. i'm a human and i had a moment of weakness I think, Evan, I think he's on probation until the end you of the season. You can't put me on yes. probation. <laughs> Alex, as somebody I, that has... No, hold on, Alex. As somebody that is a diehard fan and picks a diehard fan and rides with said player for way longer than I should, you just got to lean into it. You, you got to start... go silent, though, when Joey plays like absolute shit. Like no, I Joey hasn't played I just, I'm not talking about Joey. Joey played bad on Saturday. I'm not talking about Joey. I wrote a foster lawyer to the brink and still do. He's good. I mean, he led yeah, the country free like, throw percentage When he last sucked, year. you would just pretend that nothing was happening. I'm sorry I leaned into everyone's hate comments, and I, I felt like I just had <laughs> to you, jump into you, it. And you're soft. No, you're a weak was, man I was, at I was that angry point. with AJ because <laughs> I was mad at his attitude because his attitude was the reason he was playing like shit. Nothing to well, do that's with what his you talent. Say. That's what you need to say. Well, it was I was hot headed, Evan, at the moment. And so your first thing he says is to call him a fraud and just basically yeah, just jump off. Yeah, that's what everyone else says. We, I think, is the fairest thing is that you. Were I'm on not probation. going on probation. That's absurd. No, I think you are. I was his only fan. His nope. only fan. His Brad. freshman year. Brad. Nope. V. Not Brad. Always made fun of him, that. and then he jumped on. <laughs> and then now we bond over together. I think you're. It's just the stipulation is if you say anything that can be strewed as mean against him or negative for the remainder of the year through the NCAA tournament, then you're officially off. Yeah. Well, I agree, Grant. I 100% oh. agree. 100% Especially agree. after the Bad shot that you made. Just, yeah. 
Well, I have one question then because remember what Evan said about Peyton Thorne right away? And now Evan is dying on his horse. So why isn't Evan? Yeah, but I, I, I never flip flopped. You did. You said Peyton Thorne will never start and never be anything at quarterback. Yeah, that's before he ever even snapped the ball. That was him as a backup behind. Yeah, I think that was more just saying like Russo's gonna be the guy. But then once Evan laid his eyes on Thorne, he was in. I've never, I've never faltered. I've never altered. I've never said anything bad about Thorne since then. You said you were on, and then you're off, and then you're on, and then you were off again. Oh, whoa, whoa. I was off for a good five minutes. Let's not act like I was off. Yeah, but that's, off. that's more off than I was ever on painful. I actually off wasn't even off. off. I just made a mean comment to, about that's, him. That's being off. Calling somebody a fraud is like yeah. a biggest smack in the third, face. Third base, basically. I'm almost yeah. to this text that Evan sent that was very mean. And when I asked did. you about it, when I asked you about it in person, when Evan showed me on the Michigan-Ohio State I game. said I was mad because AJ is wasn't playing hard. And you doubled down. You didn't. Like, that was a moment of weakness. You're like, yeah, no, I meant it. I was mad at his his effort. That, if that's you just okay. relax, you're just on probation. It should be. If this is your guy, it should be easy not to say negative it will things. Be about easy. It should I be very easy just, not to say. I negative just don't things. deserve to be on probation when I've been carrying oh, the torch all season. No, you, you do it. deserve it. No, you have not been all season. You five put the torch minutes. Out. Five minutes. You put, yeah, you put the torch out and you got lost in the cave. You're out. <laughs> Come on. I'm, well, you're kind of in. You're in right now, but you can be easily out for life. It's a permanent ban if you talk you... ill of him. Whatever. Fine. All right. Good. It's absurd. I'm going to find this text. I'm going to find this text. Just it was, you just it search was, it. It was a great day I for Hogarth. I can't remember what you said, so I can't search the words because I don't know what you said exactly. I just know it was mean. It was a great day for Hogarth fans. And I, I just kept thinking to myself, I wonder if Alex... Like how he really feels right now because it's his guy, but. What, Grant? I was just saying that it was a it was a big day for Hogard on Saturday against Michigan. And I was like, hmm, I kind of feels dirty if Alex is going to support his guy, post him on his Instagram story. I'm like, he called that guy a fraud like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> a couple <laughs> weeks ago is in November. Yeah, a couple weeks. I know you think couples only two, which I guess technically is a couple. That but is. I think it, several weeks ago then. Fine semantics. A few weeks ago. Well, you guys can't ever be AJ supporters. Well, Avin can't at least. I just saw his I, last I was, shot attempt. So I, went, I spent 25 minutes today looking at his stats. He's improved in every category. Fun well, fact. Well, he, <laughs> can, he can't get like worse from his bad. freshman year. Yeah, dude, the oh, bar was God, so low. I told you guys that he had something, and you just didn't believe me. You didn't believe dude, me. Dude, he set the bar, like, JV level. <laughs> and I said he'd be all Big Ten. <laughs> He's got to be consistent. That's the biggest thing I said he's Denzel out. Valentine career arc. Now, he might not get to that, but. He will never get to that. <laughs> what do you mean? He's on all, pace. He's on pace to be a good player of the year and All-American. And Big yes. Ten player of the year. Look at Denzel's <laughs> first three years improvement. Look at his junior stats. Al, you're Look at AJ's stats. National player of the year. <laughs> No, but <laughs> national you, player of the year. That sent me. We did a state draft of the <laughs> player best basketball players, and we took Denzel like in the top three. Imagine like AJ Hogard with a third pick in the Michigan <laughs> Michigan State draft. You guys keep hating on him. He's gonna have if he's gonna come back and he's gonna no, have another actually, year. That was a bad. Yeah, take. he's not gonna be Denzel Valentine. I just was trying to compare best, to he's his not player the best point development. Guard on his team. He's not even the best point guard on his yes, team. Yes, he's the best natural point guard on his team. Tyson Walker's what a two guard. What does that mean? Tyson does steroids. He's not natural. He's not a point guard. About? He's a he's a scoring two. 
God, that was a good. I needed that. that was I was good just laugh. trying to say development wise. I wasn't going to say he's going to win national player of the year. That's what you meant. You meant that. <laughs> you no, said he's on the- you're backtracking now, dude. You you dug yourself a hole. You can't get out. Fine. Of it. He will. He'll he'll win national player there. Is that what you want me to say? Clip I it. better be off probation. Hey, chat. Clip it. Denzel Valentine career. Cortana, arc. clip that. All right. Uh, he's a good <laughs> basketball player. <laughs> With he- this being said, everyone's favorite topic: Jim Harbaugh's going to the Broncos. Yes, he is. Alex wants him out to re. I want him out. A lot, which I think is, I think that's this puddle mentality. You shouldn't care who's the coach in Michigan. I want to see that Bambi's. No, I, I don't the really care. I want. No, I, I mean, the only reason Evans. I want it out is for the Michigan fans. I want to see the Michigan fans plummet. I want to see what they're saying about their own program, about what their former coach, their savior of the football program, when he was coming in. So that's why I want him out. I could care less if he stays the head coach. I think it'd be hilarious I'm, if he left. Oh my god, I'm, I would relish in it. I would love every one, single second of it. But now all the Michigan one, fans say they don't want him, so they're kind of ruining they're, it for they're me. Fucking, they're no, they're not saying that. I'm playing one card and one card only. If Harbaugh leaves, that the culture is so strong now, doesn't matter if he's there. That's going to be my coping mechanism. Just going to tell myself. I have a question for that. The nucleus is I have a question enough. It well. doesn't matter. Also, before the questions, I just want to clarify Alex saying people want him gone. I do not think that's the overwhelming thought. I think it's indifference. Like, we were just fed up with the circus. We do. We just want him to make a decision either way and respect to him either way and just move on if you're going to leave. Evan, your question. I thought My he was question is, like, I'm not naive, not ignorant, not, like, I guess, like, numb or blind to, like, did you honestly think he would say the entire time? Like, Wait, he would never, like, he would be a Michigan head coach, and then he would retire and never coach again in the oh. NFL. I guess I don't know. Like, I was... <laughs> like, he's never stayed this long at any one place in his career, ever. He said yeah. when he signed initially that he would pull uh, finish out his seven-year contract with Michigan. He said that specifically. He never said he'd be a lifer by any means. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, like some thinking, coaches do. I guess thinking back to, like, when he was signed, I didn't realize, I was just excited that he was like one of the hottest coaches in the country at the time. And it was like, you got him at your college. So I don't know what to expect. And then it was like, I think maybe, no, I guess I didn't think he'd be there obviously forever. I didn't think he'd retire. Now I think like if he doesn't go this year, no, oh, he's going to do it next year again. Grant. His clock is, yeah, but his clock is ticking. You can only go to the NFL so many times. That's why he wants to go now. I think his clock is different than Mellorwell because I mean, he grew up in football. Like I think I would give him like, just a five-year difference window compared to Eller. Yeah, he's probably like a Bobby Bowden, like he'll coach until like it's done. Yeah, like Pete Carroll, Jim so Beheim. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, all they do is breathe football. Like that's all they're growing up to. So like the window is a little bit different, but not too far off. I mean, you got age and you got family and stuff up there, but it just feels like maybe there's still unfinished business. Like especially after the TCU loss and 2023, this team coming back with a junior quarterback who was just in the playoff. It's a it's a cliche, but like, it's a good team to come back to. Like, if they're if he left, like a like how Sean McVay's thinking about leaving because of the rebuild they're about to go through. If he left after last year no, or next soft. year, I'm sorry. Sean McVay's soft if he does that. If Jim leaves after next year, it'd make a lot more sense logistically. But then again, you never know when NFL jobs are going to be open. But it seems like there's going to be five NFL jobs open like every single year with how um, 
like need it now our culture is where like everything has to happen right now so but just in case people are like unaware i guess all the things that have happened since we last recorded was we found out that the panther stuff was jim harbaugh and his agent reaching out to them like we want to talk to you it was not it was not david yeah so backstory on jim harbaugh is he was like a lamar jackson type where he negotiates his own contracts he hired an agent this year which i believe the smoke is that no one knows the name but i think it's probably john harbaugh's agent the smoke is that he has as big of an ego as jim does the agent yeah, and it's making Alex it even is, more worse. And I'm I am in the message boards. Yes. Yeah, that's a and message I can give board you guys thing, some dirty I'm, information, but I'm trying not to because Evans Evan doesn't like that stuff. No, well, it's I'll not against my team, so you can you can rattle them off. If There's it's not a Michigan lot State of related. shit that I read. If it's today. not Michigan State related, I would believe every single second of it. <laughs> Alex, why are you wasting your time, dude? <laughs> it's a dollar. It was a dollar. It didn't no, but I'm like the act of like reading it though. I guess it is a fun story. It's hilarious, and it's like the circus. My team's out. Like, you know, I need something to do if I need so support for a minute. Is he on the next plane to Denver? The rumor is this. Um, <laughs> as of earlier, like Sunday or so, before yeah. he interviewed with Denver. Okay. There was a growing belief that Michigan put a fat contract on the table. And um, they thought yeah. the Michigan people themselves thought he was going to uh, sign it. Yeah. Jim and his ego agent two big egos didn't like it because the buyout's ginormous he wants okay. he doesn't want a big buyout jim still feels disrespected by ward manual for what he did in 2020 or whenever that was i don't know i don't yeah i, I don't know, know the michigan timelines as well so card is know. so funny he actually he like he just told him hey dude win the football games then we'll pay you there was do your job a little rumor. bit better and you might get something there's <laughs> another rumor that uh Ward hired Bellamy in my car himself without Jim's permission. That would be sick. And those are good hires. So, and Jim's Jim can... mad about it. Dude, their relationship is fascinating. And is then Ward, another Ward thing. Manu, he, Ward Manu had to play football then. Yeah, he did. Ward did play football in college. Well, Bellamy and Hart played at Michigan, so maybe Ward's just going into that Michigan man thing. Whatever they do. I don't well, know I like that. that. My car's one of the best running backs. Listen, so it worked out. So, whatever. And then another thing is um, after the Iowa win this year, apparently Ward came into the locker room to celebrate with the team, and Jim just Carl hates him. And it, they had a weird, awkward conversation, and it didn't go well because Jim didn't want him in there. And then So there's a lot of egos at the table. This You're, you're uh, talking about Jim Harbaugh, who got fired from the NFL because somebody didn't like him. Between Ward and Jim, their relationship is garbage, and... Um, the president is like the key person in these negotiations, I guess. Santa. And well, so now luck, Jim, Jim and him have to talk, um, which they did after the Broncos interview. <laughs> um, Denver Broncos won. Jim impressed, and he was actually like clear and concise and didn't baffle and make a fool of himself. Yeah, because that, you're dealing with John Elway, who can't evaluate talent. Isn't he fired too? Yeah, he's gone, Evan. I thought he's still in the front office, though. He doesn't have the role, though. Uh, I, I'm going to bet it's the owner that was doing it because he's the one who was like... Said the brand new owner, dude, me. you could bamboozle anybody. Yeah, no, 100%. Because they said, this owner said, everyone's reporting to me. So that's not going to go well for Harbaugh either. If he has an owner like Jerry Jones in his pocket, that's not going to go well. So, anyways, the final verdict here, the growing sense between the people that apparently know things 
Ballas, who had him signing with the Vikings last year. And they have done a lot of caveat and being like, well, last year we were wrong. Last year we didn't know, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. People close to Jim and then people close to the Michigan side think that Harbaugh, every day he doesn't sign with the Michigan, the new Michigan contract. Um, they believe he's just waiting to see if he gets an NFL offer. And if he does, they really actually think that he would take it because mainly ego and disrespect and just he's sick of Ward. They also think that Jim does want to stay with Michigan because he does actually love his team and thinks he has a good shot at it, but he's just worn out from basically the athletic department at Michigan. And he's also disappointed that he gets like no clarity on NIL and they don't really keep him in the loop on that kind of stuff. Basically, it just sure sounds like Jim everywhere he goes. He's just worn out his welcome. And and I I guess Michigan's cool with letting him leave. Like, they're not going to up it yeah. and change the buyout. Five I got was if we remember the wording, it was all like... Um, no one man knows are, the future? No. It, well, yes. Well, it was like That's teams reaching out. To, it started, Jim's, teams were reaching out to Jim. Broncos are interested. People are interested. Turns out it's the agent reaching out to people mainly, at least with Carolina, because they said, we're out of Jim Harbaugh, we're done. Broncos are still in him, obviously. But then if we notice carefully, Tom Palacero and Ian Rappaport went all over the country this weekend and were like, yeah, this can all go away if Michigan gives him a big offer. Oh, I wonder who told him that. Jim's agent. So Jim's agent is just feeding the talking heads because they're trying to he build is. relationships. So it became very clear that it's a standoff. It's like the, the gif in the office. Ward Manuel is like, you lied to my face last year and said, you're done. This was a one-time thing. You're doing it again. So you know what? Let's see if the NFL calls your name. And so I kind of respect Ward for just saying no. It's a game of chicken now. It's a game of chicken. Michigan doesn't think that the NFL will give him an offer. So they're not I, going to do anything. And I'm frankly, I'm skeptical too. I think the Broncos number one is probably Sean Payton. Maybe they'll do no. Harbaugh. Jimmy's the leading candidate. No, the board say Pe- that they're 1A and 1A. Pelissero said he's a top candidate, not the. He said one a, a and top 1A. candidate. But you don't have talks about trade negotiations with the team unless like you're like going to do Sean Payton if he'll go. 1A and, and 1A. My next point was the ego standoff. Blah, blah, blah. The, the part about... um. That you said about like he loves the team, he wants to stay, but the athletic director's situation is so tough. Like that, I will not accept that because it's like, dude, you can figure it out for one more year if you love this team that much. Like you apparently, about. they don't even talk. <laughs> like yeah, these I mean, negotiations, like they're just neither of them are like present for him. That's which wild. is something that that does happen though in like high up places. Um, it's not just, good, but it just does don't happen. Know how it in, got that bad? No, I think it's just two guys that. Yeah, I, I guess it's an ego thing because, like, there was no – the pay cut in 2020 was probably the right thing to do at the time. I mean, he went two and four, and the wheels were falling off, and he still made $10 million this last year through bonuses. So I don't know how much fatter this contract can get. He's be the highest-paid coach in the Big Ten is the offer. The only thing is uh, length and buyout that he doesn't buyout. like, mainly buyout. We lost this game. Five of five, Alex. They just hit every three. Um, and then we also learned about sanctions before, after the last show. Those are kind of 
interesting. I don't know how much of a factor those play. It's in the, they said that's a factor. I don't think it really is. Michigan because side, think, because like, they can fire him because of it if they wanted to without having to do anything. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it okay. adds to the whole chicken debate. Well, it gives Ward Manuel more ammo. Right. If he they, wants to just and they can blood. also fire him because he interviewed with an NFL team if they wanted to. Well, no, I thought like because he told them. We don't know if they told them. I have to imagine. You would think. I'm assuming they did, but, you know, technically. Either way, the sanctions are... They probably fire because of a level one violation. The sanctions will not much to talk about right now until we know the actual suspension. Um, But I'll be pretty upset if the suspension is high because I don't think, um, from what we know, it was that big of a deal. But we'll see. As we are 57-54... Four and a half left. We got timeout on the floor. Mm. Oh no! I got watching Evan's delayed reaction. Evan's way <laughs> I'm gonna stop looking. I did the exact call- same thing. I looked up and then Evan was like, "I thought you yeah. were mocking me." No, it was fast break to fast break. Um, my question to you as we go to timeout, guys, is Harbaugh worth all of the headaches? If you were a fan of Michigan, would you put up with this for back-to-back Big Ten titles? Because I'm inclined to say yes. And that's why I'm trying not to sweat too much because this all happened last year and they still won a Big Ten title. But it's a fair question. Is it worth the headaches? Because it's a headache. I think yes. I mean, it's the off-season shit show that you have to put up with. I mean, like, you you think the admissions built itself back up, the program is built back up, but Harbaugh built it back up. But also the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I think Facts. no matter... Like, if he comes back, I mean... It's, it's perfect, but if he leaves now, you're yeah, if he leaves, you're, you're in like the situation no matter what. At least you're in the situation where, like Michigan State was with Tucker, you're signing him late. You're getting closer to February. You have signing second signing day coming up. Everybody can back out. I mean, your whole roster could be depleted. You don't want him to go just because of that reason alone. Yeah. If you want him but to even- leave, if you want him to leave, you want him to leave after Thanksgiving. Like next year, if you lose, hypothetically use Ohio State, you want them well, to leave after that game. That leads me to my last juicy rumor was that Michigan has begun backdooring uh, candidates just in case. Oh, that's sick. I love that. I mean, you have to. You have to protect yourself. And uh, the name that's hot and popular is Bill O'Brien. No, it's not. I mean, you got to think of people that are actually like available. Yes, Grant. That haven't like, been taking over college. a program. Bill's, Bill's in going college, back to New England. He's going back to New England when they fire Patricia. I mean, do you want Bill O'Brien? Do you want Cliff Kingsbury? Which one do you want? Cliff Kingsbury is absolutely not an option. Neither is Lane Kiffin. Cliff would never go to the college because he's got like fifteen million dollar a year coming his way for like the next seven because of that extension. Oh, I think really? Cliff's done for. Yeah. He oh, just, and the guy in Arizona. That would be disgusting if you guys hire him. But he was your defense coordinator, Jed Finch. Yeah, Jed Fish. He was your defense coordinator. It's either it's Sharon Moore or it's and Luke he's Fickle. he's the other name. Luke Fickle's not it's even a Luke remote possibility. Fickle. Grant. Yeah, it is. I watched me pump no, this propaganda. It's not. It's the not. minute the minute that Jim signs with the Broncos, you're going to get one tweet from our account. It's going to say Luke Fickle. <laughs> Next yeah, that's up. actually never happening. Um, Blake Corum announced he's returning. That's the only last bit. Brad asked a question. Listener Brad said, "Is Corum the backup next year?" Has to be. Really? Is Jim, off a knee injury? is Jim Harbaugh the coach? If, if I don't understand why. He, Notre Dame if, if he's not. I don't understand why. Oh, no, Alex, that's so gross to think of. Why would Corum come back? 
I was wondering Mon- that too. The and also, Quorum even said, you know, there is no money. one more year. It's going to end in a disappointment. The fact that you think you're going to be able to repeat, you have to look at your roster and collectively yeah. look at and be like, are we comparable to Alabama or Georgia, Clemson, or Ohio State? Yes, they beat Ohio State twice. You're comparable well, not to like one team wise, but they can win that game. <laughs> yeah. But it's not going to be worth it. You're not going to be. It, it only makes sense that Quorum came back because he's like a third or fourth round pick, anyways. So Quorum so doesn't test. Corum doesn't have an NFL combine. Doesn't have. Can't test the combine, and he'll make a shit ton of money in NIL. So like, why not? I think just... he could. I think it'd be a serviceable running back in the NFL. There's a lot of like shorter guys. I was looking at like heights and stuff. But, yeah, but you have to find I, the right fit. But I'm saying running backs yeah. flare out where if you don't have a good fit, you just get cycled through, and then boom, you're out of the league in two or three years. If That's why he's got to go make money in college, Evan, and get that if degree. If his workload is the same as last year, it might be uh, tough for the NFL. But I think this was a weird case of when the injury happened, the bad taste from the postseason, and the fact that he can't test for the combine. And speed is his biggest question right now. And I think he's like, you know what? I'm going to probably make over a million dollars. Anyways. True, but off the injury. Those guys need to though. I've been the the later round guys, mid round. It's not guys. like he was a. It's not like he was in a jabo, where you saw everything. Like he, the kid also didn't even get to play Ohio State. He hasn't really played against Ohio State like two years. He he barely played against them in the home game. It is surprising. No um, way. And it was alarming on the Rich Eisen show that he was just like, yeah, I don't know if Jim's coming back. I'm coming back though. I was like, yeah, I love this kid. He's just like, I'm back. I'm coming back for the school. Yeah, he doesn't care if Jim does. He said he'd like him oh, to, but doesn't care. Wilkins, that's a live reaction. That's such an unnecessary text when I'm rooting for Michigan State tonight. Did he say that we lost? No, he said get MSU to the biggie so we can blow out Butler. And I was like, that just doesn't need to happen. Um, I don't think he's the backup. Corum is my starting running back, so Donovan Edwards can be wide receiver one. That's what I would do. Yeah, I think Donovan Edwards uh, probably starts. I mean, it's all like, it just depends on how many touches these They're guys both get. It doesn't really matter. Carries. Corum has Donovan. to be, not Corum. Edwards has to start. He's more talented. Coaches yeah, are weird, home, though, Evan. The home run hitters, though. At the home run hitters, he is. But, like, we don't have to worry about Cleo Mullins' goal line carries if we get Corum back at least. True. Um, very last thing is to wrap it up. Try to be fast here before this game gets too intense. It already is. Uh, it was the Georgia Invitational. Credit to you, Evan, for saying that all year long. Uh, it was mind-blowing. I know a lot of people overreacted to that game last night, and rightfully so. It was the worst title game of all time in the history of any sport. But I still will give credit TCU for the season they had. And they still went out and beat Michigan. And they only lost one other game before then. And they really beat Kansas State in the title game because they crossed the plane. But a lot of people were like, oh, college football's broken. It should have been Alabama. I mean, then the regular season doesn't matter then if that's the case. And we're yeah. getting an expansion, so... So um, Alabama can play their way into it in future years. But for this year, the way it's set up, TCU belong there. Alabama didn't deserve it. They didn't represent represent their division. They didn't win their conference. The only thing you can argue is that maybe they committee did the seeding wrong. That's it. If you wanted a better national championship game. You could have put Michigan and Ohio State in one game, Georgia and TCU in the other. Then you would have had your 65-7 blown out on the other side. And then Michigan or Ohio State would have played Georgia. Then everyone that would be would have been okay solved. with yes, that would have been all yeah. Right. Just change the I seating, guess, which I, is what I wanted when they came out. I said that that should have been the seating, and Evan said it too. It's but not because it's not the four best team. Well, I mean, you got the four best teams at the moment correct, but you got the seating wrong. You which really matters. Thought. Granted, we got two of the best, the two best semifinal games we've gotten. 
or two of the best. Yeah, because you, you they just backtrack. They penalized USC for losing, but they didn't penalize TCU for losing. Yeah, the committee's broken. Well, only one more year. Because they're idiots. They don't watch football all year. Only one more year. They don't yeah, sit Ward, in Grapevine, Ward Texas. Ward was on it. He's probably, uh, he was probably busy with all the contract stuff. <laughs> no, Ward's not doing that. The precedent is. Um, do we have that? Oh, Cam asked a great question that I'm curious. I don't have an answer for. I really don't. He said, after last night, if you were a Michigan fan, or picture if Michigan State was in the situation, would you rather have lost to TCU the way Michigan did? Or let's say you beat TCU, but then you lost 65-7 to to Georgia in the national championship game. I would rather lose to TCU in the semifinal game. That... It's kind of where my gut's at, as loser mentality as that might be. Seven is so embarrassing. The, you ever, would never like, hear the you ever, would never hear the end of it never. from any from never. any fan base ever. No, it was bad last night. People, were like, I can't believe Michigan lost to that TCU team, which is fair after what you saw last night. But imagine like you did, but then you lost sixty-five to seven after you said like this year would be different against. It Georgia. should make Michigan fans feel better though, because like you would have got absolutely. Maybe not 65-7, but you would have got smoked by Georgia, so you don't have to do the what-if game. You would have given up probably most likely 45 points. You'd, at least you don't have better. to play the what-if game. You don't have to be like, well, In what if we got way. a chance? Like, no, you didn't Dude, want I a chance. We, we had a chance this year against Georgia. Uh, FYI, there better. was probably one team that had a chance against Georgia. I saw some Michigan accounts saying that Michigan would have won against Georgia. And I people need to be put in their pants. They're drunk then. 65 <laughs> Seven with a missed PAT. <laughs> I mean, that's un. Well, I don't say unbelievable anymore. New Year's resolution, was, but wow, that was crazy. Like that's a game when we're sixty years old and our grandkids are telling us, like, oh, like look at that blowout. Like, let me tell you about when Georgia played TCU <laughs> in the title game. I thought I'd be talking about the Alabama Notre Dame national championship blowout. That's nothing. This nothing. is that's double a... as bad. <laughs> so. Bad. Yeah, thank God Alabama didn't run spread back then. Otherwise, they probably would have got to that. They just ran one no, back. No, I mean, they had Manti Teo. No, I'm saying Alabama didn't run spread <laughs> offense. It was one back HB dive. I'm saying Manti would have stopped it on his own. Oh, my bad. Great guy. A lot of respect uh, for him after that documentary. Stenson Bennett was in at Georgia when that Alabama Notre Dame game was taking place. Yes. <laughs> Stetson is actually the father of Tom Brady. <laughs> Go up. Evan's getting more delayed. No, I, I, I as soon as Malik got it, and he started backing down. We were waiting for your reaction. When you're screaming, I know what happens. Uh, Quickly, so people know for the playoffs. I'm gonna ride with the Vikings. Alex is with the Chiefs, as his sweatshirt says, and Evan is with new the team Chargers. this year. His team new didn't team make alert. it, and he missed the free throw. Are you just Justin Herbert Stan, a herb sexual, as they call him? I am a herb sexual. I wanted I wanted the Lions to draft him that year that he came out. I thought he's better than Tua because just his size and his build. Mm. God, Evan, you're such a smart guy, dude. This drafting stuff is so easy. They overthink <laughs> it. It's just so stupid. You know, it is pretty easy. First round, at least. Sometimes. Um. He got it. Uh, Evan, what's your death row meal? Oh. Yeah, yeah crazy. I, oh, this is easy. Easy. What time of day do you want me to have it? It's your choice. Here, it's your death. Okay, morning. Are you, you're going to typical. 
wait before you uh wait before you answer, Evan. Once they're uh... the milkman is so <laughs> wet. There'll be a little timeout here for you to cross, baby. Seven, I'll run out of that timeout. I don't have a death row meal yet. I'm sorry. I don't oh, know. I do. This is, this I want to hear Evans though. I'm excited. Too easy. Okay. Um, first one popped in my head. Obviously, barbecue. I'm calling up the best barbecue in. You don't have to call up in your. You don't have a phone. You're on death row. In um. In Lansing, East Lansing, I'm going to meet. I'm getting what? Meat. Alex, this is the best meal that you can eat. Evan, you have any wow. food in the world, Alex, and you're I'm picking something me, made in I'm Lansing, getting started, Michigan. Alex. I'm just getting started. <laughs> I'm just getting started. Continue. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so... Don't get full, there. Huh? Don't get full. Hunger's not, hunger's not a problem. Alex, who cares if you get full? I mean, you're just going to die in 30 seconds anyways. <laughs> like, like, you won't be able to eat everything if you're full. Alex, I think if you knew you were going to die, this is your last meal. I think you could just like, who cares if I throw it up? I'm throwing up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to clean it up. All right, all right, get on with it. Okay, so I'm doing a meat platter. Okay, I'm the appetizer, wings, huge wing guy, wings. Okay, meat platter, burnt ends, brisket, venison, back straps. Jesus, love meat. Okay, cornbread, mac and cheese, potatoes. For dessert, I want a, they call it like the slutty brownies or a brookie. Or <laughs> I want a cookie brownie mix and top it with ice cream and like in a skillet. It, oh, that's good stuff. I know exactly easy. what you're talking about. I can picture it. That's easy. That's my meal. Right. I'll go next after this game starts again. <laughs> we might just have to wait till the end. This game's crazy. Solution season. Sit down, Alex. Doing <gasps> it. Podcast live reaction. One minute remains for all the people listening. Now, dude, Chucky is so fat. This is just. I mean, the AJ two best Chucky going in the Big back Ten. to back at like that is just. <laughs> all right, quickly, my meal. Oh, I don't know breath. the. I don't know the full meal. Taco Bell's involved with like a quesadilla oh. and a Baja Blast. <laughs> I don't hate that. Probably a nice steak from somewhere that felt like it had to be on my list i want some kobe beef i've never had any <laughs> why'd you say it like that kobe because it's not kobe beef it's kobe is it kobe yeah i think it's kobe beef wagyu maybe like wagyu i want pe- some wagyu too i want some of that i gotta have both of those before i die maybe like four pieces of sushi like a nice like tuna roll now you're mixing foods and I, i'm just not on board yeah, I, just, yeah. I knew Evan wouldn't like that, but I would want to like try so many different things. Not try, like just I guess, like, but like I would want chicken, multiple things: a chicken quesadilla, a steak, three sushi, sushi rolls, a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Baja Blast would definitely be there, and like a me. banana cream pie sliced. Ew, the worst dessert <laughs> ever. Why are you guys laughing so hard? Worst dessert your, ever. Your palate is just we're a live. mixture of everything. Well, the problem is, like I like you, I would want to combine several things. Yeah. Um, I really, I've never had Kobe beef or Wagyu beef, but <laughs> the way I see it on TikTok, it looks incredible. I feel like I gotta have some of that at my final meal. I love sushi. What about some I don't, lobster and butter? I don't want to eat any Taco Bell, I don't think. I've had enough in my life. I want a Baja Blast. 
But if you're dying, you don't have to go to the bathroom, so you don't have to worry about the bathroom. I think you should go out. You just get the, as nasty as possible. So, like, when after you die and you soil yourself when you're a dead body, they have to clean it up. <laughs> Disgusting. It happens. You soil yourself after you die. I kind of want a nice Cuban sandwich. I just, I no, do love no, no, sandwiches. That's, that's no. weird, though. Just, I just don't think right. I need Cuban one. sandwiches are all right. Well, granted, AJ I don't think is I've taking ever... this game over. That, that's what he should do, Alex. Because he's the a goddamn solution. I told my parents I wouldn't say goddamn either. The Tigers. We're not talking uh, about them. They traded <laughs> Soto. We're not, Grant. Traded Soto. We talked about that. Traded Soto. Wow, AJ running his mouth and to a bunch of white I'm Wisconsin gonna, people. I'm going to end the show, but then I'm going to leave the Zoom going, so I'll just clip out the end of this game if it goes well. Um, that's the show. I shot up, shot up MS everywhere. Hope you enjoyed it. Follow us along Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Um, stay tuned for future shows, as always. Like and subscribe. And close out. Cheers to episode 105 and to... Cheers. A good finish in this basketball game. I don't like Wisconsin. Cheers. The donut boy. <laughs>